Yeah, I, I'm Jackson. I have zero experience with carpentry. I studied at a school for historic preservation in Boston and learned about how things were built, you know, 250 years ago. There's a long way to go. I'm nowhere near the top. Not that I thought I was, but there's so much more to do out there. Welcome back to Passion for Craft Podcast. This is episode ooh, four, six, seven. We'll figure it out. I think we'll we're figure six it out. Or seven. We're we're gonna start having a, a more nailed down idea of what episode is which. Uh, so you as a viewer can get excited for that. But today we're answering a question. Um, and, and the question that we're gonna talk about um, is is college worth it or should you just go straight into the trades? So initial answers, what are you guys thinking? I think college is worth it if you are going to be like a doctor or something. I know like there's a lot of degrees out there that are kind of, in my opinion, uh, the school just doing like a money grab. Mm. Uh, It's not really like a valuable degree and that's an opinion based thing. Yeah. But I think obviously medicine, you know, law, those, those higher tier things, Mm -hmm. you don't want just someone off the street, you know, doing heart surgery on you. You Mm -hmm. you want someone who's trained who's well-versed in, in the human anatomy and everything like that to take care of you. But, uh, I think a, a lot of younger people, young generation, I know when I was in high school, everyone was saying college, 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 college. Yeah. And, you know, I tried out a community college yeah. and, and I just didn't like it. And I, I quit, went to go work at FedEx, kind of bounced around doing a bunch of different things. And then, uh, I, I answered a, a Craigslist ad about that said, if you're not scared of being up high on ladders, call me. So I didn't know what it was. I went you and I called. You answered a Craigslist ad? Yeah. And then uh, the guy was like, yeah, so what you're going to do, you're going to see this pink stuff. This is the this is what we fill the nail holes with. You're going to go up there every time my guy shoots a nail, you're going to fill it in. It's like, all right. And I felt sure. comfortable. I was like, yeah. this is kind of cool. So what I'm saying, what I'm all that to say, like, yeah, college is maybe good for some people, but for some other people like myself, maybe not. Mm-hmm. Maybe I just, you know, I've, I felt good just being thrown into the world and like, hey, I'm going to figure this out myself. So are you saying my minor in the Game of Thrones language of Dothraki <laughs> is is now, is just a cash grab? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> well, you know, I've used it on a daily. Uh, uh, no. Speak a little Thrakian for us. Well, I, I don't want to embarrass you guys. <laughs> um, so he, he, as a dad who's uh, raised three kids who've gone to college um, and as someone who went to college and, you know, ended up in a trade school. And how many, wait, real quick. Up, how many kids are using their degrees? Um, yeah. I mean, Harriet is. Yeah. Might, one. Uh, two. Two. Gigi, oh, yeah, Gigi. Gigi is. Yeah. So two of the three. Fair enough. Knucklehead here. <laughs> Um, so you're telling me electrical engineer, but here's, here's the problem. When I went to Baylor, okay. It cost $8,000 a year. Okay. Uh, today it costs $60,000 a year. Okay. Now it's crazy. Uh, inflation, man, very quickly. Okay. We can do the math. And so, you know, a four year degree and I did a victory lab. So I was a five year planner, uh, (laughs) did end up with two majors, English and history. Still less than one year. Right. I still read. I still love history. Yeah. Right. But did I need a college degree now? You know, uh, when I was there, you know, eight times five, that's $40,000. Still less than a year. Okay. 
Yeah. That's crazy. Now it's, you know, it would be $300,000, right? Right. 240 to $300,000 as an English and history major. Okay. So if you just do the math and, and sit there and go, well, you know, if I took out a loan to get that, to get that money and figure that out, then I've got to recoup, you know, let's say I make 50 or $60,000 a year getting out of school, which is generous as a history and English major, right? Because you're a teacher, maybe you're going back to law school. And so now you're, you know, making dollars $50,000 a year and, you know, the money you're able to put aside to pay for that, you're paying for that college loan for 20 years, 30 years, right? And so do you think you're getting, uh, you know, eight times out of <laughs> yeah i mean so 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 the problem that in my mind i look at it and 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 i've talked about this with my brother it's a no-brainer okay that that for someone who isn't inclined for school okay who doesn't you know want to be a doctor okay who doesn't you know something that requires those years of training and things like that which is College is great for that, right? Because a good doctor can get out and they can make, you know, 150, 250, 350 thousand dollars a year, and they're they're paying that money back pretty quick. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a social worker isn't, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, so the, 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 the just the math of it today makes it very hard to say, you know, a college degree versus a trade degree is worth it. Now, a plumber, electrician, carpenter can you know, start by making, you know, uh, if they're making 15 bucks an hour, they're making 30, $35,000 a year, you know, you get good and you're running your company or you're doing your thing. I plumbers that work for us, they make two or $300,000 a year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now they didn't go to school. They don't have any debt. They were able to start earlier in their trade, right? Yeah. They were able to start when they're, you know, 18, 20, instead of when I did when I was 25. Right. Mm-hmm. So I lost a, and, and I've said to you before, gosh, the sooner, if I could have started sooner in my trade, if I could have learned more and I wasn't 57 now, but I was just 50 and I knew as much as I know, ah, uh, right? And so mm-hmm. there's regret on my part that I missed those, you know, six, eight years there of college and whatever was going on before I got into the trade. So anyway, I say all that to say, um, you know, for where I ended up and, and unless you're going to go be a doctor, I think college is, is, is a waste of money. Yeah, and I feel like or college... Or Yeah, yeah, because like the college you did obviously did, made you better. You know, you learn... Getting, anytime you're getting smarter, you're, you're better off True. for it. Yep. So even though it's not going to like benefit you financially maybe, or maybe you will use some of those skills, but my thought while you were saying all that is college is like the trade school for the doctor, you know? Like imagine me telling my kids like you know like the way that that parents and teachers tell kids you need to go to college you need to go to college what if i told my kids you you know you really should be thinking about north bennett street school you Mm -hmm. know you really like they may they may be like well i'm not like into that you know Mm -hmm. like it i don't know it's just weird like if you are not into what college has to offer what are you doing there you know yeah and and i think it's a experimental time in your life too where you're trying to figure out what you're into so, you know, yeah, I mean, I mean, the biggest, I work with high school students, uh, and it, I just have the funniest conversations with them. Uh, cause you know, you're talking to a 17, maybe 18 year old, uh, about, you know, Hey, what college do you want to go to? And they're like, well, you know, I'm looking at these schools, these schools and I go, okay, why do you want to go to that school? Well, they have a good engineering program. 
and you're like, oh, do you want to be an engineer? And they're like, yeah. Well, how many engineering classes have you taken? None. Okay. What have you done that's engineering related? Well, I did physics. And you're like, okay, cool. Um, you have no idea, right? Yeah. And so, I mean, one of the best pieces of advice that you know you could ever get is go into college undeclared. Go on, go into college because if you, I mean, I went to a college prep school. It was awesome. I, some of the best education I ever got, even compared to my college education. Um, just the teachers were phenomenal. The, it, everything was great. But it, you know, it is such an interesting thing where uh, we were told, you know, you're going into a college, you're going to declare a major, and you're going to uh, you know go get a job in that field afterwards. And we're deciding that as. 17 year olds <laughs> yeah. it's like is that do we know at that point and i i just always remember uh you know he was pushing us you know find something you're passionate about find something you're passionate in craft um and i was like F yeah passion exactly. for craft <laughs> yeah found it um so is it find your passion find what it is and um you know i was looking around there were a lot of things that interested me but i remember looking to my buddy hunter um who was passionate about videography like passionate and you know, he had his own videography business. He was, you know, shooting basketball games and stuff. It was hilarious. But uh, he got paid to edit videos and do that stuff. But he was passionate about it. He loved doing it. It was his favorite thing ever. And uh, I, like, made a bunch of videos with him because it was, like, his passion was contagious and all this stuff. I was like, this is fun. This is really cool. He loved But I remember being so jealous because it was, like, he already knows. Yeah. He knows what he wants to do. And now he's working for Disney. You know, he's, Whoa, like, in the cool. in the field, like, doing that stuff. And it's, like... He knew what he wanted to do at such a young age. There's time lost. He was already working towards his 10,000 hours. Yeah, he was I mean, already getting his. Yeah, I, that's I, true. I, I think back, you know, we've talked about the whole guild system, okay? Yeah. That's your, your uh, apprentice, your journeyman, your master. That apprentice thing started around between 12 and 14 years of old age. I don't know if I could have, if, you know, and the parents helped set this up, right? Yeah. The parents helped find the kid an apprenticeship. But, you know, imagine being 12 or 14 and going, um, you know, I think I want to go and, and you know, what if you ended up, you know, you know, in yeah. the wrong trade. Yeah. Right. And so we're talking about picking a trade and picking a passion at 18, yeah. you know, four years early when you're a knucklehead. That is right. Funny. That's crazy. And, and so it, it's kind of interesting. <laughs> I also did a quick little graph here, you know, that trade versus calling just the money side of it. Year one. Okay. You're making $30,000 a year, 15 bucks an hour minus 60 in yeah. college. Okay. Second year, you're making 20 bucks an hour, $40,000 a year, minus 120, right? <laughs> and, and, you know, see that where this is going, 50,000 50, a year, minus 180, $60,000 a year in year four, minus 240, you know, making 60 to $70,000 a year in year five, you're finally making money, yeah. okay, assuming you get out in four years and you're making $40,000, Yeah. right, $50,000. You know, just the financial piece of this thing makes you go, Ugh. you know, do you really want to go to college? And, and the problem is, is that our society has conditioned people to say, well, you got to go to college. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, you're a failure if you don't go to college. Right. And thankfully, um, you know, that, that isn't as true anymore. And I, and mm -hmm. I'm, when I first started saying that to my wife, because, you know, I was a history and English major as a builder and a craftsman, I don't need to be a history and English major to do that. I was like, well, I don't really care if they go to college. What? Are you crazy? <laughs> you know, and it's just because we're, we're conditioned yeah. and grew up. That's what you do. You go to college. And it was proven statistically that if you had a college degree over a 20 year thing, you made more money. Yeah. Okay. So it was just like, well, yeah, it makes sense. But well, yeah, today, totally the cost sense, of education 
It just is just well, the cost, it just so cost, much debt. cost alone. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. Well, right? and that's, I mean, that's that's from Baylor, right? They we're using Baylor's numbers, sixty thousand dollars a year makes sense, right? Private university, right? Okay, let's let's go, you know, to the bottom of the barrel. Uh, not in terms of education quality or anything like that, but, but just cost. the cheapest one you yeah. can find. Uh, one of my buddies just enrolled in community college. Um, he is uh, a couple years younger than me, but he's. He paid four thousand dollars for a half uh, semester. For, yeah, for one semester. So eight thousand dollars a year, essentially. <clears throat> so now it's more equivalent to what you're saying. Um, but it's not junior college; it is community college, truly. So, um, I don't well, in that but. route, if if we actually knew that route with that. And, and here's where it gets into the pride and, and, you know, people driving around with stickers on the back of their car, yeah. Dartmouth and all the different things, you know, that there's a, there's a pride of the parents that yeah. look, I've, I'm successful because my son's at this school or totally. whatever the thing is, totally. but they were basically saying, well, look, the best path, okay. To get into the best colleges is to go to a two year, you know, community college build up your resume, figure out what you want to do, and then apply to the Harvards and Yales and the Ivy League schools if you want to go there. Yeah. And and that is the best way to get there. It's the least amount of money. You can get scholarships because you've proven so yourself. I've so many students that. And, and, and they're just like, a good idea. yeah, but, you know, and so there becomes some yeah. prideful, stupid If you, if you can get that things, pride out of your yeah. head, and if you're like interested in going even like lawyer doctor like let's go like the higher educational one where you need certifications qualifications for and that's your desired path you already are going to have to go to law school or medical school like guaranteed um and let's just say like you're an engineer most engineers need to get certified with a master's degree you are going to have to do some form of like final education and whatever's on your resume it is usually the most recent thing that is looked at it's rare that someone's like, you know, you're 15 years into your job and someone looks back and goes, well, where'd you go to college? And they're, they're like, well, where did you get your formal education? Mm -hmm. I mean, it is rare and it is trending to be rarer that that is the, the qualifier that people are looking at nowadays. Well, yeah, the, I think the internet really shook up college because mm -hmm. there's so much free education. And my yeah. whole thing with college was like, okay, if, I, if the goal is to have this knowledge... Mm -hmm. For me, it was like, I, I want to have this knowledge whenever I signed up for that community college. Right. And I was kind of just told to do it. But uh, yeah, it was like, can I just read the book about what's going on in here? Like, how much does a book cost? You're right. Is it a $60,000 book? You know, because <laughs> I can get the same information. Yes. And, and I think people have realized that, mm -hmm. you know, they're like, I mean, if I want to learn about classical architecture, well, I can go watch his videos you right. know, or other things. Like, it's all out there. Mm -hmm. uh, so... Yeah, it just always, and, and like coming from me personally, it really wasn't an option to go anywhere else, just right. financially. I mean, I just didn't have the money for totally. it. And barely had the money for that community college. So it kind of worked out that I didn't like it, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. The, the, uh, um, what's also interesting is, um, I think you're right. I think YouTube and, you know, the internet has blown the th world up and, and, mm -hmm. um, I think it's going to continue to blow up. I mm -hmm. think it's going to continue to be, you know, the number of colleges failing and, and falling off, you know, that, you know, 10 years from now, really only the big state schools can afford to play, can afford mm -hmm. to, to be a part of these systems. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, the small, uh, small private schools, not like a Baylor, but more like a Paul Quinn or something that was in, that was in uh, Waco at the time. 
Um, they, they can't make it. They just can't keep up. Um, salaries are too high. Uh, you know, student expectations and, and different things. It's just, it's a broken system, I guess yeah. is where I'm going. And it's just, mm -hmm. um, I think the, the, the time is right for, you know, the, the trades to go. And now let's take it. Another thing. Um, why is it people don't go into the trades? I think it's frowned upon. It's it's kind of like you see these, you know, guys on the side. Well, you just said like the you see the plumber and I think, you know, and in the social like tier, maybe people kind of look down on the plumber and mm -hmm. they're like, eh, "It's just a plumber." He's making $200,000 a year cuz you'll pay when your toilet's backed up, you'll pay. Just get over here. I got to get this fixed, you know. Or if your water heater's out, I mean, it's supply or not supply and demand, but it's like yeah. it's a demanding thing. Or, like, or even if you are building a house, you will pay for the best plumber because oh, yeah. you know what you'll pay for a guy to come fix it on a Saturday. Yeah, and know? whenever he's like, you know, it's going to be X amount. I mean, you can get other quotes, but they're all going to be probably around the same price. Mm -hmm. You need plumbing. Need you're going to have to, you know. Got to have it at some point. Yeah, you're going to have to I, have just, it. It's just only mellow for there, so there, long. There is a, uh, you know, still a social hierarchy that, you know, Mm -hmm. the, the investment banker is looked more with more respect than the plumber for sure. And I'm not sure, you know, that's, that's, uh, justified, you no. know? Mm -hmm. And so it's, um, I also find it interesting that the, in the North, okay. When I was up in Boston, um, the respect for the crafts was higher than it is in Texas was it is in, and I think that's a Southern Northern thing. And uh, you could take that all the way back to the, to the Civil War and the plantations versus the industry and different things that was going on. Mm -hmm. um, there is there is not as much respect for the trades in the South, in yeah. Texas, I should just say Texas, uh, that there is. And, and I think about the number of craftsmen that we would like to hire, and they're just not here. Yeah. And, you know, And I think that's because there is a social you know, uh, pariah piece of yeah. it that well, you don't want to be... You don't want to be a framer, right? You yeah. fall backwards into framing. If you failed everything else, you can always become a framer. And that's and that's not what we're talking about. There's a passion for craft. You know, we're talking about a guild system. We're talking about a lifetime mm -hmm. journey and lifetime passion. This isn't something, you know, you fall back into. And I don't <laughs> yeah. think people look at it that and way. And that's such a mental thing. Like, oh, you just fall back into framing. Mm -hmm. It's like, have you seen some of this framing? It is art. Yeah, it's you totally. Know? Like it's the framing beautiful. of that staircase and that silo. Like that, I was just standing there looking well, at that, and at once that barn. You, yeah. Once you see something like that, that's when you start to go, huh, maybe there is something different. And that that's part of the North versus Texas side. And I know we're trying not to say, you know, include everything in the South. But, I mean, there, there I think there's a reason for like that North versus South. And maybe it's East Coast versus West Coast. Um, but really, it's just, that's a place with an old tradition and history they're surrounded to, by they're beauty. surrounded by it and so you know we were in where were we south carolina north carolina one of the carolinas south carolina uh charleston and it, it was beautiful every building in this city was beautiful we were walking past homes and we're just like that's gorgeous that's gorgeous <laughs> and it was just like you know you're you're engulfed in it and once you see it more often you start to gain a respect for it and uh you know one of my good friends was there so we met up with him and uh he was even like could quote some of the things that he was telling us where he's like, Hey, this is how they used to do it. This is why they used to do it this way. And we're That's just like, cool. Hey, that, that is so cool. I can't believe it. no one knows this stuff. And then James came by and he was like, you know, I grew up here. There was something that someone said one time about, I don't know this. And it was like, yeah, that's right. How did you, you know? And it was like, 
you know, once you're engulfed in it, maybe it's not on the forefront of your mind like it is for him, but it is something where it's like, you know, you have that distant thing in the back of your head where you're like, there's something here. Well, you have that appreciation for it. Yeah. Because you're yeah. like, say you, you grow up in a beautiful place like mm-hmm. that, and then you go somewhere not so beautiful, and you just feel like, eh, this, this isn't okay. home. Yeah. <laughs> so here's yeah. a question for you. How old's your son? son? I have sons. The oldest one is seven. Okay, so let's say, you know, 10 years from now, okay, uh, what college are you, what are you going to tell him to do? Are you going to tell, would you tell him to go to college or would you, would, you know, obviously it's going to depend on his aptitudes and kind of what he loves and stuff like that. But, um, oh, I, I, uh, I actually think he should try to do what I do. Yeah. yeah. I think it would be cool. But I think when he becomes like more of the person, when we find out, like, like he said, his aptitudes, who he's going to be, I mean, ultimately it's his decision, but I'll definitely be like, you should come to work with me and like, see how it is. If you like it. It's like fathers working with sons is overrated. <laughs> it's cool. Like it's, I just, I don't know. I feel like I have an advantage that I could share with them. Like, Hey, you know, you can actually make good money doing this stuff. Totally. You know, like it's not, it's, and I think once you know that you, you kind of say like, like you said, people looking down on the plumber or whatever, mm-hmm. it's like, what's the point of working is to make a living and provide for your family. Absolutely. And if you can do something it's beautiful. Like if you can craft your craft beautifully, I mean, that's even better, totally. you know, but even people who just sit behind a computer all day, their goal is to make a living. Mm-hmm. You know, they're there, they show up, turn the paycheck. So I want to just expose them to basically everything we're talking about and yeah. see which way they want to take it. Just totally. kind of present it as an, as an option because I, I yeah. probably won't push college on them. If, yeah. if so I, if there's a kid out there listening, he's 18 years old, uh, you know, and you know, he thinks he, and he's in Texas, let's say mm-hmm. he's in Fort Worth and he, and he, and he's listened to us and he's talking to us and he, and he thinks he'd like to get into this, you know, what would you tell him to do? I would say become that guy who fills in the nail holes that I was because that that's really like apprentice journeyman master. Mm-hmm. The best experience for trades is on the job training Yeah, because you're going to just have something, a task that needs to be done. And the guy is going to be like, go do that. Mm-hmm. And you're going to, they'll show you like a quick tutorial mm-hmm. and then you're filling those things for yeah. hours. Yeah. I, <laughs> I remember I was talking with a guy, uh, I really think, especially this younger generation, uh, and I've worked with a lot of them, so that, this is one of the guys uh, that I work with. He said, uh, you know, hey, I, I don't think I want to go the college route. And I was like, great, don't go the college route. Like, not super worth it if you're not like a school guy and that's not your thing. Um, so, yeah, don't worry about it. Don't go this college route. What are you going to do? He's like, well, I saw an ad for being a plumber. And, uh, you know. This is one of your kids? Uh-huh. And, uh, I mean, he's an adult now, but he was, uh, five years ago. So these aren't your physical kids, right? No, no, they're not my physical. Yeah. He's I, an adult. I now. work with, yeah, I work with a bunch of like, you know, <laughs> just for the audience. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're great, talking about. Great, yeah. So, uh, but anyway, he, <laughs> he's, Thanks. uh, 23 or so, 22 or so now. Um, but five years ago he was 17, 18. He's like, college isn't for me. I don't think I want to do that. Um, so, just out of high school, I think I want to go. I just saw an ad for a plumber. I'm going to go do that. Pay seventeen dollars an hour. Awesome. And I'm like, great. Sounds great. Sounds like you're going to have some long days, but seems like it'll be worth it. Um, and he's like, great. Goes into it, starts doing it. Uh, two days later, comes to me, quit. Oh, and I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you quitting? He's like, well, I don't think you understand. They were ten hour long days. And I was like, okay. Well, did you? How many days did you work a week? He said four. 
Okay. 40 that makes hours. sense. It's 40 hours a week. Yeah. Okay. Was the pay wrong? Nope. All right. Uh, oh, sorry. The other factor, he says, I'm going to, once I work for him for two years, I can go out, I can be certified as a plumber and I can yep. go, you know, do all sorts of stuff. And so I'm like, this is an awesome job. Like, this seems a great gig. He's like, yeah, but, you know, it was, it was tiring work and, you know, it wasn't. And I was like, man, that's work. You know, work is hard. And it, I think sometimes we get it in our head that there's like, especially with like the YouTube generation out there, right? Like, it, you know, it seems like you just go boot up YouTube, play a video game for an hour, and then Mr. Beast gives you $10,000. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like that, that is the, yeah. the model to success. Because, I mean, we always, as humans, we want the easy route. We want the path of least resistance. So it makes sense. Have you ever heard that quote? Uh, Sometimes people miss his opportunities, Knox, because he shows up in overalls and looks like hard work. <laughs> um, no, but it's so true. It's so true. You know, and, and this guy, you know, he had a great opportunity ahead of him. It was going to take some hard work. And, it, and, and maybe you have to put in two years of hard work before you get to a point. And Richard, what, you're... 11 years in this now, 12, 12 yeah. years in this. And you put in some years of hard work, mm -hmm. but now you're at a stage where you have your own business. You mm -hmm. have guys under you, you've built up a reputation and you're doing things that are really special and really cool. And that's where the fun part of it comes in. But you've got to yeah. put in those apprentice years. So I, I just don't want anyone out there to be like, Hey, go the trade route. That's the easy money route. It shows up in overalls and it looks like hard work. I'm going with the overalls guy because yeah. <laughs> I, for me, there's you're going to do work. You're yeah. going to do physical labor, which is like what I do. I mm -hmm. do both, actually, since I do run a business. Yeah. I also do administrative, like, computer work. I freaking hate that part of it. <laughs> so, I like, you're either going to be working at a computer mm -hmm. or something, like sitting at a desk, or which people think is enough. like a, a cushy desk job is like the goal where you're – I don't know. That's not my goal because – I'd rather be moving around, staying active, lis listening to music. Mm -hmm. I don't have to think about the world. I, I can listen to podcasts, mm -hmm. Passion for Craft podcasts while I'm working. Check it you out. Know? <laughs> but uh, seriously, though, like it's a, it's the person that I am. Yeah. So I don't want it to come across like you have to do it our way or my way. Totally. It's just who I am. Well, I think, you know? I think that uh, one of the other challenges is um, – Let's say that that kid comes along and says, I think I want to go into the trades. <laughs> and um, that's a funny story, by the way. I, yeah. He, uh, and, and he goes and, and he goes home and tells his parents mm -hmm. and his parents say, what? Mm -hmm. You're not doing that. That's a that's a, you know, no, no, no way out job. Mm -hmm. Right. How do you talk to that parent? Well, I mean, I did. Talk to oh, you did? parents. <laughs> oh, great well, question. Yeah, tell uh, me what happened. So, uh, man, I'm gonna mess this up, but I'm gonna just call the kid John because um, <laughs> I don't want to say his name. Um, so anyway, I talked to the kid, uh, and you know, he's like, "I want to do this thing." My parents are worried about it. No, let me talk to him. So, talk to his parents, uh, and essentially, you know, it's it's the concern. Yeah, we wanted him to go to college. We both went to college. Don't understand. And uh, well, the way John's lined it out for me, it looks like he's going to be making $100,000 within four years of him doing this thing. $100,000 within four years versus you guys want him to go to college. You want him to do this route. Um, you can force him to do whatever you want, but ultimately I, I think he'll be happier doing something of his, but whatever he does needs to work, right? He's going to need to mm -hmm. put in hard work, whether that's in college or whether that's outside of college, where do you think he can do it? 
You know, that's that's the ultimate question because there there are a lot of studies have been done, but one of the studies that looks at like how schoolwork is taught and people are taught um, not to be sexist, but generally guys do worse in the classroom because they have a harder time taking the information, processing it, and then writing it out. Guys do better when they are actively doing something. So when you look at uh, you know a mathematician versus an engineer, you're going to see a, a skew in those two. If those are the only two jobs you're offering, mathematician, a lot more pen and paper, you're going to see a lot more girls trend that way versus more guys trend the engineer way. And that's like an obviously very slim and defined uh, world. But um, typically guys just have this desire to work with their hands and do better when they are working with Wait, their hands. So when you schooling. told your parent, their parents this, what did they say? Did they, did they, use, and they were like, that's a good point, but we want our kid to go to college. Okay. You know, so, so, so they're, I mean, they're, they're just like, no. but it's the pride thing you're talking about. There's, I don't think there's a good answer to it until it pays off. I think it's the same route as like you hear all, well, maybe you guys don't. I, I like uh, watching esports, like the video game sports where people are like, you watch that? Um, so <laughs> I, I, I think it's awesome. I love it. love the storylines behind it. But there have been so many funny stories and in interviews that successful, like esports players do with their moms and parents afterwards where the parents are like, you know, he was always in his room. <laughs> I didn't know what he was doing there. Um, but I guess it worked out. And I feel like that's kind of the story that a lot of parents will have to undergo where it's, I don't get it. I don't understand it because right now in culture, that is not typically like the, the trend that I think people are, because I, I think the trend is like, all of us were told you do this, you go to college, then you get a job. Like that, you go to high school, college, get a job. And <clears throat> I think that's the the message that's prevailing right now. So if you do something different than that, it's like, wow, a breakout success story. Look at Richard. He didn't go the college route, but he, you know, found an ad on Craigslist and success yeah. story. It's the same way as like, you know. Well, I I think that what what reminded me of when you were saying that is that my dad, okay, mm -hmm. doctor, um, was Dr. Hull. I found out was <laughs> embarrassed about the fact that I went to North Bennett Street. Um really prestigious school. <laughs> well, I mean it, it's a trade school. It, right. But, it, but it, 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 it has its accolades. Among trade schools, it's a high end trade school, okay? But it's a trade school. Okay. Yeah. And so among his doctors best porta potty. <laughs> <laughs> it's among his friends, okay, when he's you know, and he succumb to the exact same thing many parents come to is just like like i want to be able to say my kid went to harvard or whatever the whatever that tier is right and you know he was telling friends well he's going back to study carpentry <laughs> you know and it's just like because i didn't really understand what it was when i went there that you know historic preservation and what we were learning and museum quality historic preservation stuff like that and so i just loved being able to work with my hands and so but he had that he had that uh embarrassment about and he said he said finally one friend of his who he had a great deal of respect for said kind of stopped him and just said wow he's doing that that's really great i really wish i could have done something like that that's cool and it changed my dad's perspective on it he's like oh okay maybe this isn't as bad as i was thinking mm -hmm. you know and so i don't think he would look at it today and go you know yeah i'm still embarrassed about that yeah. you know what i'm saying so and, and i i think there's another element to it where um Back, let's think back to like guild times, like where there, there was a guild. Surely that was looked upon with respect as 
these four artisans have got together and created this like, hey, we have a standard now that you have to make it into. And I mean, it was the same day, like way how universities got started was it was an amalgamation of people getting together saying, hey, we have this amount of information. You need to get in here so that you can understand this information. And it was like an elite holding of this thing. And, and that's why we look so highly on universities today, but that's the way that it's been standardized, formatted, mm-hmm. and, and put it's out It's very there. similar, yeah. The, Whereas uh, the guilds have, have I not I think the European model is best because you actually finish high school or you finish your 10th grade or 11th grade, and different countries vary. But you get to a point where they say, um, okay, are you going to go to the trade route or are you going to go to university? Mm. And so, and it's really a split that takes place. And, you know, kids that are, you know, inclined to the trades go to the trades and there's not you know well i should say i don't live in europe so i don't know whether they're you know how ostracized if you're an eu viewer will you let us know what the the split is i'd love i'd be so not only what the split is but whether you know if if two guys are buddies and one goes to oxford one goes to a trade school are they like well he's taking the better route or not you know i'd be curious to know whether like the 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 social view public perception yeah so of that thing so but i like that and i and i know that some of our schools are getting back to you know realizing that the trade route makes a lot of sense Mm -hmm. and we should be training people better yeah I, I would also be curious just in other countries. I know we've got a bunch of Australians out there. Uh, I would be so curious to know just what does it look like uh, in your country, um, that split. Is there, a, is there a divide there? Is trades looked upon well? Uh, is it looked upon poorly? I, I almost think, Richard, that you're a, a model of kind of a modern craftsman, mm-hmm. okay? I think so, Have, yeah. Having YouTube, having the following that you have, being a teacher, uh, you know, you're not – uh, I want to have an, another uh, tradesman who's who's similar to you in a different field, but you guys strike me as as this kind of uh, this modern craftsman, right? Who who is a teacher who's obviously making money from YouTube, who's got a great following that you built up over a long time. Um, you don't have a you don't have you know forty guys working for you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just you and John. Yeah, and but you're really crafting, and and I, I think that that's. I mean, are, do you think that's kind of the model for guys or, you know, it's, I, it's interesting it, to me. Yeah, it is weird. I don't know if it's the model for people to follow, but it's a unique position to be in mm-hmm. because I've I've struggled over the years of like, do I want to bring on more people, you know, and and focus more on business? And then my mind goes back to, but, but wait a minute, you have a really unique opportunity here on YouTube or social media, whatever it is, where you can you know, share this stuff. So do you keep it small and, you know, keep it beautifully crafted and share it with the world, which is the route um, I chose? Or the other route was like where a lot of guys do is like, you know, I'm going to just get big. You yeah. know, I'm going to I'm gonna hire guys. I'm going to have them. I'm going to run around, you know, from job to job, have mm-hmm. my guys on it. Uh, there's money in that as well. And I see why they go that route. But I don't know if my my position is one to follow because it almost goes back to the thing of like the kids sitting in their in their you know room playing video games thinking they're going to make a living out of it Mm -hmm. those are kind of like the mr beast and the the shroud and like Mm -hmm. the ninjas those guys yeah they impressed that you just pulled those names i know those from john (laughs) (laughs) um yeah they they actually um they're the outliers 
Mm-hmm. You know, they're the rare exceptions. Yeah. Because you got millions of kids playing games. Well, and, and, and the other part of it is when you look at uh, Shroud specifically, that man's a freak of nature. Um, if you look at some of the things that he does inside any game, it's like you can't you can't just do that and and be good at it like that. Oh he's yeah. put in hours and hours of practice. Let me act just the apprentice here. Who is Shroud? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Shroud's like this uh, first-person shooter guy. So he's played Counter-Strike, uh, Call of Duty. Like he's just played a lot of different shooter games. He's and, a dork. Uh, he's no, a I'm gamer. Yeah, I'm he's a gamer. <laughs> yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Continue. Sorry, I thought that was clear from the esports route. Anyway, no, he's awesome. Um, it, but well, it, these kids make millions of dollars. Oh, oh my gosh! It, it, both of those two guys were hired on to stream for Mixer. Then Mixer shut down. They both got sixty million dollars in a day. Like they, after they, they got bought out, and they got just... bought out to go stream exclusively on a service that Microsoft was running. Microsoft service shut down, and because they, they couldn't host, they were trying to be in the new platform. No one was watching over there, so they got paid. Their contracts ended because the thing ended. And they had to get paid out immediately. So, so if you're if you're not, I'm going to try to get this back. Yeah, yeah, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> Trade versus school. <laughs> so I got so excited. <laughs> See what my son spends his time doing. Well, um. but th- but that is it. But you're right. So those guys are the outliers, and every one of those guys that you just named put in so much work oh, yeah. on the front end, and that's where you've got to justify. You know, what do I want to spend my time doing? What do I? Uh, but I but I also think the interesting piece about it is like. Um, from every success story that I've heard in that route is like, hey, I was good at this. Not I loved doing this, but I was actually good. I had a capability. And then to I get worked going. hard. And then I worked hard to hone that. So, it, it, so it's not just. I just think your story is interesting. I think that, you know, um, and, and, it, and it speaks to the variety of routes that you can make it in the trades doing different stuff. Um, the other thing I would say is that is that um, whatever you choose to do, my my daughter called me one time. Um, she's a graphic designer, and she was talking about changing jobs, going to different different thing. And I said, I, I said, she was talking about money. She was saying, "Well, I could get more money here. I was getting more." I was like, "Here's what you're doing, okay? You're you are currently okay. You're not comparing yourself to anybody else. You are building a body of work, okay? You are building a." Um, a, a, a resume, okay? Mm-hmm. And everybody has their body, body of work, okay? You have a body of work. I have a body of work. You know, this is our body of work. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so uh, you are trying to, you know, it, it, it's almost that if you have that kind of perspective and look at things, you can put on the blinders to all the other crap that out there. I got to go to college. I, my parents are telling me this. I got to go build a body of work. I got to go get mm-hmm. better at my craft. I got to go get better at what I do. You're exactly right. And and, and that's the goal, right? Mm-hmm. Is to build a body of work because Michelangelo had a body of work, right? Yeah. And we are we are all judged by kind of what we do. And the guys who quit, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a I think it's a Nietzsche saying a long obedience in a similar direction. Yes. Okay. That that is what I think life is. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is that, is that you are, this is not a short term, you know, uh, well, I'm going to go do this for a while. I'm going to do this for a while, but you are pursuing a craft. Okay. For a long period of time. And over that time you're building a body of work. Mm -hmm. And so, well, the the other thing, just to go back to like, you know, the, the answering of the question I would say is like college worth it. Should we go into a trade? Right. Uh, 
whatever you decide, uh, I would say just ultimately um, find something that interests you that you have an affinity towards. You don't have to be amazing at it, right? But find something that's like, hey, this is cool. This gets me excited, gets me going, even just a little bit. And whenever you start, know that you are not gonna be good for five, maybe 10 years of tough. And then if you pursue it, you will get good at it. And mm-hmm. obviously there's like some barriers on that, like a, a five, six guy probably will not be the best in the NBA, but they will, they could work at it and be the best five, six guy in the, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like it, yeah. there is some limiting factors to that, but that's kind of the, I would I, say I, my I, answer to yeah. your question. No, I just, I, I agree with that. Yeah. I think that, um, I remember going to North Bennett street and, um, I had always liked working with my hands. Mm-hmm. My brother didn't. It was interesting. My brother, uh, my dad made us both do manual labor. Um, I was pouring concrete one summer. I was, you know, he was working on a guy's roofing thing, you know, on a tar and gravel roof. He was, you know, pulling, you know, the gravel out of the tar. I mean, just a crappy job. Fun one. Um, and he, uh, um, nice and black he and hated hot. his, after he did the trades, okay, he said, I'm never going back to that. After I did the trades, I said, I want to do more of that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so there's almost a, you know, you can test these things out and kind of know where your affinities lie to mm-hmm. your to your point, kind of kind of which way I'm leaning. I remember my dad saying, you know, very early on when I was 13 or 14, you'd be a good contractor. I, I haven't circled back to find out why he saw, thought that, mm-hmm. but I liked building things. I liked working on things. And I remember when I went to North Bennett Street, it was like the heavens parted, right? Mm-hmm. It was just like. That's cool. I looked around at all the stuff that they were doing. I was just like, this could be the greatest place yeah. I've ever been. Yeah. And and walking down the street going, well, that's where I'm going. I mean, I, I was sitting there thinking in my head going, this is it. And so the, the challenge is, or the hard part is, is that, you know, if you're 17 years old right now and you don't have that, you don't, you know, you're, you're going to be really looking to people around you. What am I good at? What do I like? What do I, and, mm-hmm. and, and you're leaning on parents, you're leaning on yeah. friends saying, well, the, the, cause I'm sitting there thinking about the kids who's right now thinking about trade or college. Great thought. And, and you know, how do you make that decision? And it, if you lean towards working with your hands, I'd probably t- to say that you know, the, the, the trade route is probably going to be a better route for well, you. Also, also, at 17, you are so young and you feel like you're so old because it's the oldest you've ever been. But it, you've got to understand that you have so much time to make decisions. Like I'm 27 now and I have had 10 years worth of experience since I was 17 years old. And I have been able to try out so many different things. Like I've been able to run down the electrical engineering route, the esports route, the uh what was the other one? A uh, ministry route. Like I've been able to do all of these like really cool, fun things. And I keep coming back to, yeah, I definitely love working with my hands. Uh, I hate the administrative part of my job. It, the imagine the, like imagining for me doing something where I have to like, I don't know the, the quick test for me with the students is like, do you like doing homework or do you not like doing homework? Right. Because some kids can just pound out like six pages of homework I was taking the 10% loss on my college classes in my Spanish class because I was like, I know the language. I'm just going to, I'm going to ace the test. And that's, I'm just going to take, take the grade because I was like, I, I just don't want to deal with logging into a computer, taking a test, writing out the, and it, it may seem like, Hey, that's the easiest thing. Why would you not just do that? It's like, 
I hated that. That's kind of where your was, affinities lie. Yeah, it's where my affinities lie. Anyways, my so I, uh, invoices are my homework. Yeah. <laughs> I hate doing them. And yeah. that's how I get paid. And right. I still hate doing it. Like, but that's where you, <laughs> you work hard enough to hire someone to do it for you. I know. <laughs> I know. That's uh, it's another route I need to I'm go. I'm not saying you're not working hard. You're working great. No, but I was just thinking, um, you know, back to kind of the parent thing. I think a lot of the parents, I mean, I have children, you know, yeah. and you have children, you're going to have a child. Yeah. And when you're in that position, you're like, I want the best thing for my kid. Right. So a lot of these parents who are alumni of like big universities, they think that's the best thing. And right. it may be the best thing be. for their life. Yeah. Right. But they got to understand like other, everyone's their own individual mm -hmm. human being. Like, like uh, you have a couple kids and it's like, like you said, your brother and you, Y'all both were like, I like working with my hands. He doesn't. Mm -hmm. I'm never coming back to this. Same parents, two totally different people. Right. And it's it's letting go of that. And it's easy to say mm -hmm. for me because my kids are young. Now it's going to be harder when I actually yeah. have to like, you know, go <laughs> like go do your own thing. But um, when your son's an accountant, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm gonna be like, yeah, that's gonna. You was no, but no, accountant's awesome, but. Yeah. Yeah, I just think that, yeah, people got to let go of, mm -hmm. like, you want the best for your kid, but also realize your kid is yeah. their own person, you know? Totally. And I, and I just back up, and I think, uh, sit there, and I and, and I think the trade uh, route for me obviously made a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, culturally, we're changing our view about that thing in general. Mm -hmm. I don't think, you know, I think when I was growing up, you know, trade school, you'd never do trade school, mm -hmm. right? And now, you know, I'm the same kid, you know, when I'm sending my kids to school going, well, I don't know, trade school makes, makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. I think that's because college is kind of lost, right? The, the whole college system, the, the cost, just the stuff that's going on there, the things that are being taught. I mean, if you look at when Harvard and Yale and, and those early schools were starting in America, most people didn't know how to read and write, okay? So it was, it was a system where uh, illiteracy was a huge problem. And mm -hmm. so going to university was something that, you know, was improving the country. You know, now you get to these levels where literacy really, you know, well, it's, it's become a problem again, but, but, but literacy <laughs> isn't, you know, uh, we, we've kind of gone we practiced, it, practiced college for so long yeah. that we've kind of now started chasing things that are like, well, it, and it, there reputation is reputation yeah it's yeah. almost like a healthcare at a point like where you're like you're getting charged for so much but you you don't have an itemized receipt of like what's going on like you, you don't oh, know yeah. like, like kind of, what yeah. am i paying for sixty thousand like what, where's, where's the value the, right where's the value and that's what i didn't see in it yeah for me because well of, and, and to, i mean and i think this is a this is a different kind of question right yeah, but it's a bigger issue as a whole and uh, we didn't really talk about it but college has a problem with, that they're gonna have to address here where it is costing so much for so little of a benefit. Like even if you do walk out with your like minor in Dothraki and major in underwater basket weaving, like you <laughs> yeah. are not going to have an easy time paying that off unless you go do something else. And a lot of my friends, you know, they're talking about their jobs. They're entering into, you know, business. They, they went to a business school um, and then they go into a business program and uh, you know, they're like, Hey, Really, all you needed to know before you got here was basic algebra and maybe how to use an Excel sheet. And then we're going to teach you all the stuff that we at our company do. And your entrance to the company is 
all you you know that's well, why it, internships yeah, are we, the main hiring i'll from, get i'll get uh, emails from people saying hey i want to do what you're doing mm-hmm. right How, wh- mm-hmm. where do i go what do i do yeah and um i obviously recommend a north bennett street mm-hmm. they, they'll ask sometimes do i need to be an architect to do what i'm doing um the answer is no um you know for that person that wants to follow in my footsteps I'm saying go to North Bennett Street. I'm mm-hmm. saying it, it, for people that want to build the and, and craft and do the things, you know, and there's, you know, the American College of Building Arts in, in, in uh, South Carolina is an excellent school. That's actually a college. Um, and, and, you know, I would pro- probably consider that if I got out of high school and kind mm-hmm. of wondered about a college, you could go to that school and learn about the trades and you become an iron worker or plaster or, mm-hmm. you know, woodworker. And Mason. so th- there are a growing list of places that you can go that you can actually practice this stuff and, yeah. and, 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 and follow that route. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not, I guess I'm, you know, if you put a gun in my head, I'm just, I'm veering away from college as an, as a viable opportunity, unless you wanted to be a doctor or a lawyer or yeah. an accountant or something. I mean, that's my answer to this is like, is college worth it? Or should you go into a trade? I mean, when you look at a lot of like fields nowadays, a lot of times experience is a lot more valuable than well that's and that's what i meant to say is yeah. that we'll get resumes from kids uh in college that are want to do an apprenticeship and i said well send me your resume holy moly uh-huh. um terrible yeah i mean it, it, the, the drawings are bad the uh-huh. sketches are bad the designs don't make sense and you're just like why would i hire this person right whereas if someone sent me a thing that had experience doing what we're doing I couldn't care less what degree they had. I right. couldn't care less what they could do anything. I just want competency. Well, and, and that's the trend. Like that's what, my answer to this question is: Is college worth it? Should you go into trade? Lawyer, doctor, engineer, great. Go to college. Do your due diligence. Do that. Um, but it, I mean, computer engineer, even go take an online boot camp. Go for two weeks and then start building your own programs and then go show that off to companies and yeah. say, "Look, can I contract work for you? Can I go do and with every other job that's outside of those things, I think you can walk in um, and like starting your own business from a you know 17-year-old through college. If you have a business all through the time where you're in college and you're learning things on the job, you're coming in with so much experience, so much learned things, I think you're better off. And uh, it, it appears, and I've heard this from other hiring agencies as well, is just like experience is huge. Um, so I think that speaks to, to that. Yeah, competency. Mm-hmm. Like when someone shows up to do the job, you don't really care what they, you know, where they've been, mm-hmm. so to speak. I mean, it matters, but yeah, as long as they can do the job, mm-hmm. that's what matters. Yeah. That's what people are going to pay for at the end of the day. Totally. You know, I don't go and present like a, a bid on a job and say, oh, by the way, I, I took some college, you know, community. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, well, can you do what you say you're going to do? Mm-hmm. Is the price right? You know, there's other factors that play into it. Yeah. And I think a lot of people who say, like, go to college, you know, go to college, go to co-, they're coming from, like, a, a generation when there was, like, an assembly line where you went to high school, college, you got a career at a company, then you got a pension. Like, yeah. those days yeah. are dead. Those like, days are gone. You can't find a pension. Yeah. Like, it's it's out there, but it's not what it used to be. Well, and that also speaks to the, the, I mean, you know, talking about state of craft in America, right? Um, yeah, we're almost in time. Uh, but you're talking about state He's like, of, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> talking about the state of craft in America, and uh, it's another thing that has been fast foodized, right? Is it, I don't know if that's a word or not, but um, 
it's the it's fast right next to buildmanship. Yeah, it's right next to buildmanship. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the the fast foodsmanship of America um, has really happened just because uh, you know it's the assembly line, right? It's exactly. Yeah. You go to high school, college, job. High school, college, job. and and that's like the route. But it's changing. It's not the yeah. route anymore. Well, and, and and that you know. Uh, and I think you're you're going there, but it, it's uh, you're just taking a long time to get there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I I think that the point of this podcast, right, is is we are trying to encourage people yeah. that that uh, the craft, you know, craft is cool. Right. <laughs> um, that, Only that, you can prevent <laughs> crappy craft. <laughs> Uh, that, that craft is a path, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. And the the reason we are fighting for passion for craft is because we know that if you pursue this as a, as a, you know, passion, Mm -hmm. pursue this and go forward with it, there is a, this, this world that can open up and it's not just a, you know, um, we're not talking about the guy that that's going to go, you know, bang, bang nails and, you know, hang shingles and stuff. We're talking about someone who's actually a craftsman, who's actually pursuing this mm-hmm. as a trade that can and go make tons of money. Totally. You know, it's just. And a roofer can be that. Totally. Totally. And so pounding shingles, like that is a step in the process to get to that but i think point. people would say pounding shingles or pounding nails and you just be like yeah that's such a such a you know dead-end job yeah. it's not it's not it's not well and so just i want to wrap us up here want to want to come to the the conclusion here and so it, it appears that we're all kind of on the same page right um figure out and it so just for me closing thoughts for me is what i've what i've gained from this is basically is the college worth it or should I go the trade route and um, look at your affinities? First and foremost, take a step back, mm-hmm. see where what you're good at, what you like, um, what you've got an affinity towards. Great. Start there. If it's craft, follow that, pursue it. If it's buildmanship or uh, college route, um, <laughs> great. I love it. Uh, but um, understand that whatever you do is going to take time. It's not this oh, yeah. fast food generation, you know. Investing four years into college is a lot of time. Investing seven years to become a doctor um, or lawyer or whatever, that's a lot of time. That's a lot of time spent. And I think we look at those as jobs where it's easier to just go, yeah, I have to do that in order to get to the spot where I want to be. Because doctors don't make money until they're out of med school, until they're out oh, of yeah. into their registry, even out of their residency. They've got to pay off the debt. They've got to pay yeah. off their debt, and they've got to put in their dues. And mm-hmm. so a lot of times that's looked on as like, well, no, you've got to do that. It's got same thing's true with craftsmanship. Same thing's true. And it's just a different model of how you get there. And you're maybe not putting in as much debt in the beginning. Anyway, this is my big takeaway as the, uh, as the apprentice. I think we need two t-shirts. Yeah. One that says buildmanship. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. Definition. The other, the other one is, food ice. you know, come talk to me in 10 years. Okay. Come talk to me in 10 years. Yeah, right. Good. Just, it's just there. There is a. And it speaks to what you're just saying that there's an attitude that you know that kid that you're describing who you know John. two days later. Yeah, two days later is like, gosh, that was hard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know that there is that there is a. That was hard. I remember telling one of our one of your friends that that you're up with CB. He he was asking about. Um, is that right? Anyway, yeah, he was right. asking about what he should go do, and I said, go work hard. I go. Just go work hard for somebody. Shut up. Go work hard. And um, I still, I still think that there's a a, a ton of uh, truth to that. He's like, man, you're dead. He's like, man, you're dead. He's doing it. He's doing it. Yeah. 
I mean, he, well, he's also the guy. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say? He's like, man, your dad's rough. <laughs> Shut yeah. up and go work hard. <laughs> well, I, he's doing, Elon he's, Musk. he's the guy, I mean, he was, he went to his job. He, he was getting there before everyone else. This is an internship. He was, got an internship, went there, worked harder than anyone else. Showed up for, right? Is this the same guy? No, oh, it's okay. not. Different guy. It's My not. bad. Anyway. Um, yeah. Closing thoughts. Well, <clears throat> they did a, like a survey of children, you know, mm -hmm. like in high school kids and everything, middle school. And they said the number one thing that people wanted to be when they grew up was some kind of social media mm -hmm. influencer, YouTuber, whatever. So is that right? I, oh yeah. I, uh, you I followed made, I made it. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. So I didn't need college. No, I'm just kidding. No, I will say this though. My I, uh, I didn't need college. You can do it too. My thoughts are, yeah, work hard, but go, if, you, if you're going to, to me, college was not valuable. Yeah. But if you are going to have a specific goal, treat it like your trade school, you know, there is value in it. And that's what's so the big thing is there's not one route mm -hmm. for everyone. Totally. You know, it takes all kinds of people to make the world go around and you know, you just kind of got to find your groove and what you're good at. And it could be trade school. It could be college. They both could have value. Just ask yourself what it is that you really want to do mm -hmm. and then pursue it because uh, that quote you said earlier, uh, I don't remember what opportunity it was. shows up. Opportunity. No, no, not that one. No, no. the Nietzsche one. Oh, uh, along obedience in a similar direction. Yeah, there's also that saying of like the greatest time to plant a tree was a hundred years ago because mm. then you'd be getting the fruit from it now. You yeah, know? or it'd be a gigantic tree, whatever. Yeah, and the next best time is now. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Make it happen. There it is. Love it. Hey, reminder: follow us on Patreon. Uh, seriously, it's, a, it's an awesome <laughs> opportunity. Uh, we'd love to have you there. We've got a Discord server uh, where we're continually growing. Um, you get access to these guys, ask questions of the other craftsmen that are in the, in the server as well. Um, as well as as you go up in tiers, there's more and more access, more things that you can get. Um, we are sending out some uh, PDF posters um, you can print out and hang in your well, it's, office. It's access and, to my library and it's totally. access to, uh, you know, I've got over 3000 books in there and I'm we're, we're curating them as well. Yeah. Because these are handpicked. This is a, it's intentional. We're putting a lot of thought behind what we're giving you. Cause like we said, uh, maybe that wasn't this episode, but we, we've talked about this. Uh, there's not a book for pediments. There's not a book for any given topic. Um, and so we have these guys here who have learned a lot about the, the topics. And then Brent, who's just got his massive library where he can, Handpick. Here's cabinets from the 1920s. Let's look at these things. Here's pediments from uh, the 1870s. Let's look at how they were made. Yeah. So I'm encouraging you guys because we're talking about becoming masters, building a body of work, and it's hard today as a craftsman, especially carpenter, to know what to build because mm -hmm. there's a lot of Pinterest, there's a lot of HGTV, a lot of that stuff is crap. So where do you go to get good stuff? And this, we hope, is a spot they can get good stuff. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks for listening. <laughs>